0: Hello and welcome to Follow Me and Die. I'm your host, Larry Hamilton. Today we're going to start off with some call-ins. First, Colin Green, a.k.a. Spike Pitt, with his thoughts on using Anchor. Hello, Larry, it's Colin, Spike Pit here. Wow, mate, you put some effort into them uh, recordings. Um, I just uh, use my phone because Audacity and the, the computer and that is well above my uh, capabilities just now. Uh, I was pointed in the direction of using the, um, the website app, uh, well, website program, whatever, but um, I just fall back to the app every time. I, I just, when I get the call-ins, I just look at what call-ins I've got, make a little plan in my head, and then um, throw them into the episode, Maybe a little commentary between each one and whatnot. Listen back to it, and if I'm happy, it's good to go. Um, yeah, no must, no fuss, but probably not the best quality in the world. But uh, there you go. Anyways, keep up the good work, mate. Catch you later. Thanks, Colin. I agree. There's some trouble with Anchor between the website and the app, and for the less technically inclined, the challenge is greater. Shane Ward from Gilligan's Island of ADD podcast calls in to give his two cents. He's also blogging on the Three Toadstools blog. Hey Larry, I'm with you. Between the Android and the desktop app, they need to get their crap together. Uh, It's wildly confusing. I reposted, uh, they might be Gazebo's post of all the anchorites that we've found so far, Um, talking about OSR games on my blog as well. And that's kind of where I've been going to listen when I'm on my desktop, because there's no other search function. But Anyway, I think you've got the audio part of it handled. It sounds really good, and uh, you know what you're talking about. And this is from a guy that kind of does it a little bit for his living. So uh, cheers, keep up the good work. Thanks, Shane. I appreciate that, having somebody that's a professional in the recording industry liking how I've done it. That's high praise in my book. Thanks a lot. I've enjoyed your podcast. And now for a bit of news. Today, Watsy had two announcements. First, a new setting that'll be coming out in November from Magic the Gathering is the Ravnica setting and it will be a guild master's guide to Ravnica. There's been a lot of back and forth about what that means. I posted up a blog post on that with my analysis of what that means so check out followmeanddie.com for that. The second announcement was that on the DM's guild Eberron now has a 5e Source book, The Wayfinder's Guide to Eberron, and Rudy Rutenberg is the second name credited as designer. So, yay, Rudy, that's really cool. I don't know a whole lot about Eberron, and I talk about that a little bit also on my blog. So, check that out. It's been a busy day. Speaking of busy days, I'm a little bit behind on what I wanted to do for today. With the getting in the blog posts while they were fresh on my mind and I had the desire to do it, I struck with iron was hot. Finally, let's end out our news segment. By way of the escapist, not that website, is the RPG Advocate and one of the many Read an RPG Book in Public Week. There's three a year, and so this week is RPG, or Read an RPG Book in Public Week. And you're encouraged to take any RPG book from any system and read it in public. RPG Advocate's done a great job of helping fight the good fight to deal with people that don't understand role-playing games, especially D&D. He's had a lot less of that to worry about and is more about just being a general advocate and supporting people, trying to get in the game and using the game for helping people with their problems. That's it for the news. And now for what I wanted to talk about. I called in to Glenn Hallstrom and commented on his podcast episode about game stores and how he played in game stores. And I mentioned that I didn't play in a game store till just a few years ago. Way back when I started, there wasn't a game store. We just went to the local mall and a shop that sold games plus uh model trains plastic models and radio controlled vehicles and they had not like a lot of games it was they had a shelf for role playing games and probably had some more games in there and there was a game store that they actually advertised on TV i grew up in the Kansas City area when i say Kansas City i mean Missouri that's what most people in Missouri mean when they say Kansas City anyway This game store was called King's Crown, about an hour away, and its focus was obviously on wargaming. When I got started playing D&D, like 12, 13, sometime after I had my driver's license, I was able to borrow the van, and my brother and I went up there. And it was obviously a wargaming-centric store, as they had the big 4x8 tables with the different terrain on it, and they did sell some things. We probably spent an hour or two there talking to the guys that were there and they were telling us about their battles and so forth. They had one really cool idea, magic battle standards. That's something my brother said he has in his campaign, although we never encountered those in play, so I have no idea what his rules are on that. I've kind of fiddled with some rules for magic battle standards. Basically, the idea is a unit has a battle standard that's magical and it gets more powerful the more success the unit has. And it can be a source of defense, morale boosting, and even offense. And they can even become intelligent at a certain point. So I thought that was a pretty cool idea. I haven't ever used them in my game, but I've got kind of an idea of how those would work. Coincidentally, a guy that was a couple years behind me in high school, way back in high school, said that his plan was one day to open up a game store. One where you could play and so forth. Well, as it turns out, in the same area within about a half mile or less of where King's Crown used to be in the Overland Park, Kansas area, Philip Kilgore opened up Tabletop Gaming Hobby. I've never played at his store, and it's moved from location to location in that same general area, but he celebrated his 20th anniversary of the year the uh, reprints of the first edition AD&D core books came out, and I bought my core books at his store, and because it was his 20th anniversary, you rolled a D20 for what percent was off. I rolled a two, I think, to begin with, and he let me re-roll it and gave me a little bit bigger discount, but he has regular games and stuff there, so just wanted to shout that out. I know somebody in that area, so that was a pretty cool thing to uh, think back about that. So... It's been a crazy hectic day. Work was nuts. I had an unanticipated three hour sidetrack of my evening after work, so I'm way behind. I was not expecting the news uh, from Watsi today, so I'm just uh, trying to get things caught up because I did want to get this episode out. I'm recording it right around midnight, so I didn't quite make my goal of getting it out before the end of the day, but I did get it out. I'm hoping I can do another podcast tomorrow. Depends on how tired I am. I had a heck of a time sleeping last night trying to get to sleep and then I kept waking up so uh, I'm sure I'm going to be even more draggy tomorrow and I just remembered I've got an appointment to help a client migrate our product to a new server tomorrow morning first thing so yay tomorrow's going to be fun. Anyway I hope your day is going a little less crazy than mine. Hope you're having a great summer not too hot not too cold not too wet and game on